0: Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world with your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy and I'm here with my husband Matt. Hello. And this week we are going to be in Naples, Florida. We had come to Naples just after being in the Florida Keys. And that was our next step on working our way up the coast of Florida.
1: Yeah, this was quite the drive. We got to drive through the Everglades and uh, to see all kinds of swamp creatures, gators. <laughs> yeah, we turtles, totally did. And the amount of people waiting for airboat tours on the on the road we took. Good Lord.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm actually really glad that we did our airboat tour in New Orleans. And uh, I think it was less crowded. I think we got to see more um, stuff certainly more alligators, and it just looked like the area that we went into was way more interesting than where than where people were going in the Everglades.
1: From what we could tell, yes, but uh, who I'm knows? sure there's
0: back areas yeah. and things like that. But up next to the road, like it just didn't look that interesting.
1: I'm hoping once they got off the beaten path, it was a lot more. interesting. Maybe, yeah. But the amount of people on those. Oh things, my gosh, oh.
0: it was a total tourist trap. I mean, if you want to take one, there's more than enough to choose from. Yeah, all along kinds that of road. options. Yeah. But anyway, it was really interesting driving through there. We saw, of course, all kinds of birds. Did spot a couple of gators. We kept seeing signs for panther crossings, but <laughs> sadly never saw a panther. Oh, Alas, no panthers. <laughs> no. And finally, we got into Naples, and our RV park was like really in the middle of everything. It was actually really centrally located, which was lovely. We stayed at the Neapolitan Cove. RV resort. It was really a nice place to stay. Very well appointed and, you know, just lovely landscaping, lots of palm trees. And I mean, you know, you walk out in the morning and you're like, yep, I'm in Florida. So it was really nice. And it was only about 10 minutes or so to get down to all the action downtown in Naples. And Naples is just a lovely area. We really enjoyed our time there. So much to do. I mean, there's tons of dining. There's a lot of shopping. It's really quite large. I mean, you have kind of the older downtown and then you have a new, were downtown and then there's actually lots of you know new construction and things going on with new shopping centers and out by whole foods
1: yeah it was really something we didn't really know what to expect when we went there we just thought it'd be you know a regular florida town Mm and we got there it was like wow it's really built up it's really got tons of character great shops and the uh, pier
0: is amazing and the beaches are lovely they're white sand beaches and the water's really nice. So yeah, kind of a little something for everybody. And certainly if you uh, if you have a Rolls Royce, you're going to fit right in.
1: <laughs> we saw at least 10 of those while we were Oh, there. at least,
0: at least. So <laughs> it was a very nice area. We really enjoyed it. Um, and of course, like I said, there was tons of dining to choose from. So we started out our first night. We went down to Fifth Avenue, which is sort of a, a really lovely area for shopping and dining, and went to Osteria Tulia, and that was delicious.
1: It sure was. We sat there at the bar Kind of away from the uh, the flurry of people. Yeah, because
0: it was really busy. Yeah, yeah,
1: we really had a nice meal.
0: We were there just the beginning of, of the season when everybody comes down from the north. And so it was getting busier. And by the time we left, it was even busier than it had been. But it was really a delightful time. I think we were there just between Christmas and New Year's. And yeah, so
1: here we were just before New Year's.
0: Right. And then we left uh, a couple weeks later. And then we went over to the beach for sunset, which was stunning. It was. That beach is so pretty.
1: Yeah the Gulf Coast of Florida really has some amazing sunsets that's for sure.
0: Yeah it's gorgeous. So when you drive down to the pier you can park there's kind of a main parking area um, down off the pier area or you can park on some of the side streets among the homes and walk into the beach that way. There's actually several different ways to access um, the beach. If you want to do the pier you got to go in through like kind of a central way right?
1: Yeah you have to get that main parking lot basically and, mm-hmm. and walk on in. Yeah I don't think you can get to it from the beach. I I
0: don't think so either, unless there was like a little side way to do it. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was really neat. It's a very long pier. It's um, very popular. It was quite busy and um, there's no fee to get in or anything. It is free. You can walk out there and see tons of, of course, birds and dolphins and
1: yeah, pelicans everywhere. Yeah,
0: it's really neat. Um, and some people are fishing off the end of the pier. And so that's kind of fun to watch, especially if you've got kids with you. You know, it's really exciting to, to see them bring in all the different kinds of fish. So anyway, that was really lovely. And then the next day we went, we actually spent quite a a few nights at the beach there yeah, watching we went the there. sunset we went
1: there Yeah, there frequently it was just so stunning
0: yeah it's really lovely and again you don't have to do the pier you can be along the beach and that's a little less crowded um you do have to pay for parking but there's no fee to get into the beach area we went to la Bezen, which is a french restaurant down on fifth avenue um really delightful we had sort of a deconstructed beef bourguignon which was really nice yeah it
1: was quite an interesting take on it and it was pretty tasty yeah
0: it wasn't quite you know the the usual because it was all the elements that would go into a beef bourguignon but not quite the stew so it was very good it was neat to sit outside and you know everything out there has um kind of cafe sidewalk dining and yeah yeah
1: usually the evenings are pretty moderate temperature wise so it's nice to sit outside or you know have the windows open there right next to you.
0: Yeah, and they actually had quite a bit of of decoration going on. They had not only lights in the palm trees that line 5th, which is really beautiful, but in the center square area they did have like a gorgeous tree up and all that even though we were just after the holidays that was still going on and it was really really pretty at night to walk up and down and Course, you know, you're tempted to do a lot of shopping, so <laughs> um that was fun. But yeah, to sit out in the in the seating on the street and eat, you know, you almost feel like you're in Europe. It doesn't quite feel like Florida. Right. And then we went to Adelaide's uh organic sweets for gelato and they also have really neat stuff there. Um gluten free granola and all kinds of fun things. In fact, mostly grain free. It wasn't just gluten free, but
1: Yeah. They had some really interesting things there and you can try some of it. It was it was pretty tasty.
0: Yeah. That was a neat little find. You know, we drove by and I'm like, organic? Hmm, what's this? Let's check it out. Um, But it was really lovely and the staff was really knowledgeable about what was in the food. Everything's, of course, labeled very well. So that's a great place to go, especially if you have food intolerances um, and you want to just have a little something sweet or whatever. And then we went off to Whole Foods. Is Whole Foods not terribly far away from where we were staying? Maybe 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, probably about 20 It's down by the Mercado? Yeah. Yeah, the Mercado was great. We went there another night but it was actually a few more times but it was it's like a new kind of shopping center it's a, a like a planned development and so there's, there's residences and there's shops and I think a movie theater lots of restaurants yeah, and wine bar yeah kinds of different stuff. markets I ended up going to an Aveda salon over there and, and getting my nails done and doing a few other things so it was really convenient to have everything sort of under one parking and and just a good amount of walking so that was nice um, and then the next day we went over into Marco Island which which is another area not terribly far from Naples. It's maybe a 30-minute drive. Something like that. Yeah, and you go out over the bridge, and um, it's just another little community that you can go and go to the beach and, you know, go and get some fresh seafood and things like that. So, Um, We ended up actually going to Mango's Dockside Bistro, which is there off the water. And we were just, you know, spending time at the beach and and looking around and ended up we needed something to eat. And they had something really interesting. It's a little different. I wouldn't necessarily classify it (laughs) as totally real food, but it was some lobster fries. And while that sounds like it's going to be french fries with maybe lobster on it or something. It's not. It's actually like a tempura strips of lobster, Yeah. Um, which was really good. It they was good. just something we could grab while we were on the beach and have a quick bite to get us through when we could get back to, to town. So we ended up going to Food and Thought Organic Market that night. And then again, Whole Foods too, I think we were yeah. putting together.
1: We went to both. Yeah.
0: Ingredients for a really great meal for New Year's Eve. We decided to stay in that night. We couldn't find a place we specifically wanted to go for New Year's and actually were yeah. <laughs> really in the mood for the lobster um, and ricotta gnocchi that we had experienced at Restaurant Revolution in (laughs) New Orleans. I I think if you listen to that podcast, you heard us say how phenomenal it was. Yeah, we
1: were craving some of that.
0: Yeah, so I decided to try my hand at making it, and it was actually very, very good. posted the pictures on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, please do give us a follow. We're at Real Food Whole Health, so very easy to find, but I will put a link in the show notes for a ricotta gnocchi recipe. I don't have the recipe written down for the butter poached lobster and all of that to go with it but that was something that was actually fairly easy to to throw together but the the ricotta gnocchi is actually a really fast recipe but so so tasty so i'll make sure to link that in the show notes it's at realfoodwholehealth.com if you'll just go under podcast under episodes and click on this episode You'll see the links for everything that we're talking about, all the restaurants and everything. And that also gave us the, the opportunity to open the Paul Hobbs Chardonnay, which is one of our favorite wines and one of our favorite vintners. And we were lucky enough to visit him in um, Sebastopol, California. Yeah, that was great. So the next morning we woke up and realized that we had some unwelcome little visitors. Some ants had gotten in the bus. We weren't sure exactly what was going on. I think it was the season um we were parked on concrete so i'm not sure
1: yeah the back wheels were just touching the grass which i guess was I guess fault. that
0: was <laughs> they decided to come in anyway we took care of them quickly we used some essential oils and um some borax so we made a little borax solution and put it on cotton balls and you know, protected that from the dogs because it can be toxic if the dogs get it. It is a natural ant control and other insect control, but it worked out really well. And they ended up leaving, you know, they don't like like that taste. So we ended up going down to 21 Spaces for dinner a couple days later. And this was a new Indian place that had opened just down the road. And it was in a beautiful location. I will say that they had just opened a few days prior and I think they were still working out the kinks. The service, while friendly, was a little mismanaged. And, the you know, we got somebody else's food. And I think there was something that didn't work out just right. And one of the chicken tikka masalas came out with about three pieces of chicken in it. And... Yeah,
1: I think we saw like five tables send stuff back and <laughs> people walking out. It was it was quite the scene. But...
0: We struck up quite a conversation with our server. And she was very friendly and, and told us that, you know, things were still in flux. But um, the things that we did try there were quite good. So then, a few days later, we went back to the beach for that gorgeous sunset. Cannot get enough of that. And ended up at dinner at Cafe Lursa down again on Fifth Avenue. I swear, everything happens on Fifth Avenue. It is. Um, And that was really delightful. We had a great dinner. And then we were really only down to a few days left. So we ended up going back to the Mercado and going to dinner at Massa. Mexican restaurant, and that was really good. It was. Yeah. Again, my mole
1: aficionado. Yeah. Got to try another one, and it was really good.
0: Anywhere there's a mole, you're going to find it, and you're going to eat it and see if it's any good. Yeah, it was really delightful. We had a great time there. Actually, ended up going there on the last day when it was right beside Whole Foods. So, we, yeah. yeah. We had to
1: run by there because where we were heading next, there was... There was not going to be anything.
0: (laughs) We had some family that had... They were vacationing not far So we ended up meeting them for lunch and we went to the Continental in Naples and this was just a phenomenal restaurant. It
1: was. They had live music outside, which really added a nice phenomenal place. Yeah,
0: the whole the whole restaurant was beautiful. The the seating outside was amazing. Just really bold, colorful, you know, decor and a lot of nature, like doors that would open and kind of bring the nature and it was Really, just everything kind of clicked in. The food was amazing. The drinks were amazing. Um, the service was impeccable. You know, management came over and visited with us. It was just really nice. In fact, the, the restaurant group that owns the Continental and uh, Lursa and Masa, I think they're all connected right i think so yeah yeah Yeah, we really had fabulous experiences at all of those places uh yeah and then the next day was really all about stocking up at whole foods and getting ready for our next adventure was off to a little bitty place called cedar key which i think is maybe home to the most beautiful sunsets I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, we really like Naples, but those were those were a little different. And
0: you could not find things more dynamically opposed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From the glitz and glamour of Naples down to Cedar Key, where there just isn't a whole lot going on. It's just very, very slow. Very remote. Town. Yeah. And
0: yeah, so we will start there next week. It was actually a lovely time to sort of unplug. So we will talk about Cedar Key next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, all the show notes are available at Real Food wholehealth.com. Under podcasts, under episodes, just click the episode and you'll find links for everything we've referenced. Thanks so much. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. And please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.